So let's, uh, oh, I hate that intro. I got to find a way to do that a little bit better because it just sounds like it's going to be coming in so and excited and I'm not excited to talk to you people. But anyways, this is podcast number eight from the Running Realtor. And in this quick episode, I give you a couple quick ideas on how to get the most money for your home. My phrase or word of the week, which I know you're hanging on every limb waiting for. Also, United Van Lines has posted their annual study of where we Americans are moving to. And finally, talk a little bit about the local market. But before we get into that, um, get into all that. If you are thinking about buying a home in North Orange County or anywhere in SoCal, I invite you to go to josephfairchildrealty.com and use my search tool to help you find a new home. Also, if you're thinking about moving to Anaheim Hills, speaking of searching in Anaheim Hills... It just listed a wonderful 3-2 home with 1,457 square feet in the East Hills community of Anaheim Hills. Award-winning schools, plenty of shopping, dining, entertainment, and uh, parks nearby. So go ahead and text 7958 to 714-883-1656 to get more info. And with that, let's get into episode 8. First thing we're going to talk about is ways you can come up with to uh, possibly help you get more money for your home when you're selling. And, you know, the one that, that kind of, I've it's hard to convince people to use this one, but it's actually one of the best tools out there to help you get a little bit more money. If you're willing to take that chance, it, it's a little bit harder and a little bit, it's a little bit of a risk because what you're going to do is you're going to price it a little bit low. And what most people do when they're pricing a home is they price it high, expecting a 5% discount in negotiation, which doesn't always take place. And you actually reduce the demand for your home because you're, you're eliminating some people that are going to be in the market for it because of the fact that, well, they're not able to buy your home because they're thinking it's too high and they're not going to waste their time hoping that they get a discount that you supposedly have already planned on. So if you price your home a little bit below, you increase the demand for your home. You also increase the number of people that are thinking about buying your home. You're increasing the number of people that are going to see your home. And as such, you increase the chance that getting more, basically getting multiple offers. And if you get multiple offers, then you have the chance of, of increasing the value of your home and possibly getting more than you originally would have gotten in the first place. Not only that, you can also, with multiple offers, you can come back and say, you know, I'm going to take out the appraisal. So if by chance you're, the appraisal contingency has to be something that you take out of a multiple offer situation. And that way, if by chance your home comes back with, you know, a lower appraisal than what the contract price is for, that doesn't cause any further negotiation. So you eliminate that person that's going to come in and, and say, I'm going to overly bid for this house so that they get it in the hopes that the appraisal comes in low. So, um, you know, again, that's one of the ways you might actually get a little bit more for your money. The second one, which is a little self-serving, and, and I get it, and I understand people why people don't always think of it as being an honest one, is to hire a realtor. Hiring a realtor, a professional agent, has shown to increase the value, the selling value of your home versus for sale by owner. So if you're thinking about selling your home, uh, you know, do the research, look around, see what, see what realtors are doing, see what they're, you know, interview a couple. If you're afraid you're going to get some scumbag or some guy that's just interested in quickly c- collecting a commission, don't go with that guy. Interview people. Talk to your somebody that you know that may have sold a house recently. Go on message boards. Look on Facebook.com. Talk to people and find out who they trust with. It's like, you know, when I used to be a, a golf pro many, 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 many years ago, I would only take, instead of you know selling a series of 6, 10, 15 lessons, I would do one, two, three lessons because I want to be able to communicate with the 
the student as well as as making sure they could communicate and understand what I'm saying so that it wasn't a case of, you know, we didn't get along after two lessons and boy, they've already got six in the bank or they've got 10 in the bank. Same thing with a realtor. Sit down and talk to them. If they explain it to you in ways that you feel comfortable and they don't feel like they're reading from a script and they don't feel like they've got this whole pitch down and they don't feel like they're just there to, to sell, 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 and they honestly want to take care of you and your family and, and get you the most value for your home, talk to a realtor. They're, they're not, we're not bad guys. We're, there are some bad apples in every, in every profession, but for the most part, a realtor is there to do a job and to help you sell your home for the most value. And help you and help bring buyers to you. So talk to them, listen to them. And at the end of the day, if you don't feel comfortable going with them, don't go with that one. Find another one. Um, you know, the other one that if you do have your house on the market, always look at cleaning up the clutter. Throw out the magazines, newsletters, put away the laundry. Um, you know, you'd be amazed at how many homes that I've walked into that I'm showing that are occupied by owner that they actually haven't cleaned up the home. Or they've left laundry out or, or coupons or newsletters or the mail sitting on the counter. You know, just basically clean up your home. It's going gonna, it's gonna to help sell for a little bit more and it's going to help get you the most value. The other one that I like, we're kind of we're phasing out of winter and, you know, we've already hit the first day of spring. So it, it might be a little bit late for this one. But if you're back on the East Coast or you're somewhere where it's still cold and you got a fireplace, light a fire. Adding a degree of comfort to your home or adding a to where somebody walks in and you you can smell that smell of wood burning and uh, something that brings you back maybe to your childhood or something that you know brings a buyer back and thinks wow this is a beautiful home and this fireplace is beautiful and look at how nice it is and feel the warmth of it it's something that they're going to when they walk out of the house they're going to look at and go i remember that home and that was the one with the fireplace and and that was the one that you know really i loved and had a good feel to it so those are all a couple of things you can use to help sell, especially, you know, the flowers. There's two things that I, I try to talk to people about when I'm listing their home. Number one is putting some flowers throughout the house. The smell, the color, the every, everybody likes flowers. If you got nice flowers up and you got a small little, grab a couple small little bouquets, go to Trader Joe's where they're buck ninety nine or three ninety nine or whatever they may be, and grab a couple. Just put them in rooms. They add to the comfort level that people feel when they're walking through your home. The second one is the curb appeal. Um, the home that I just listed, 7958 East Bower Road in Anaheim Hills, they did a great job of putting up a lot of flowers and putting in some color and adding, you know, I told them, said, put some color in the front, by the front door, put some color in the flower bed. Just when they drive up, you want the people, the minute they drive up, you want the buyers to think, this is where I want to live and look at how beautiful that house is. So spend a little bit of extra time, a little bit of extra effort and do those couple of quick things to see if they don't help you sell your home a little bit quicker. Um, like I said, the flowers, grab a store, grab a small bunch, just get them out there. You know, after that, I, I'm kind of adding a new little section to it. I'm adding my quote of the week. And my favorite one is from Bear Bryant that I heard the other day. And it, it basically, you know, it kind of, it's kind of how it should be when I'm selling your home. That if, if you're, you know, if, if something goes, if anything goes bad, I did it. Um, if anything goes semi good, we did it. And lastly, he said, if anything goes great or really good, you did it. And that's kind of how I feel about the house. If if we're not getting people, if your house isn't listed highly on Zillow for views, or if it isn't listed on Truly a High for views, or isn't getting a lot of you know a lot of realtors sending it on the MLS to their clients, then that's something that I did. 
if it if it is you know fairly busy and getting a few people come see and that you know it's something that we did in the sense that the house looks good the pictures look good the the whole concept is it's it's doing well but if the if you get a ton of people coming through the house the the realer shouldn't be going i did that the realer should be thinking the house did that oh hang on got somebody got the dumb dog barking that i got to take care of um but all right, so we're back. So we just kind of talked about that, and that was a quick little comment. Um, quickly, phrase of the week, 1031 exchange. If you've been paying attention to the real estate news lately, you most likely have heard about 1031 or 1031 exchange. And and quickly, 1031 or 1031 exchange refers to the IRC, which is Internal Revenue Code, and it's Section 1031. Basically, the, the quick and simple way to explain this is it um, allows you to it allows property investors to um, defer capital gains tax if there's any if there's an exchange of like kind properties. Simply, it allows you to swap out one business or investment for another. And if you fall within the guidelines of the 1031, you can have no tax or limited tax due at the time of the exchange. So with that, let's go ahead and and talk a little bit about the Orlando real estate market and give you an update for last week. Yorbalinda had a quieter week last week with regards to new listings with only 19 for the week. That's a drop of about 27% compared to our last update. But the average price of the new listings dropped as well with a little over $1 million from $1.2 million. So that's, you know, that's not a significant drop. Well, it's about 20%, so enough of a drop there. Um, you're probably going to see these new listings stay on the market because based on the price per square foot, which was almost 411 with these new listings, they're significantly overpriced when you consider what the 17 homes that closed escrow where it's 377 per square foot last week. So I would expect, like I said, I would expect those uh, 19 to, to sit there for a little while. The average size of these new listings was 2,441 square feet, and it's a typical 4-3 configuration. As for the homes that sold, that increased from 19 last in our last update to 26 in week 12. The average sales price was a little bit over nine hundred fifty-one thousand, which is three hundred sixty-seven dollars per square foot. So again, you see where we were talking four hundred eleven for for uh, the homes that came on the market versus the ones that sold were at three sixty-seven. So you can see where that might stick around for a while. And they were on the market; those that were on the market that sold last week were on the market for thirty-six days on average before being sold. So you know that's not too bad. Um, Compared to where we've been in the past and compared to where some of the other cities have been that we're going to talk about here in just a little bit, that's pretty low and pretty darn good. So your Orlando homes that were closed escrow last week were 17 for more than $13.8 million or about $815,000 per home. But again, you're going to see, unfortunately, as the values are going up, the days on the market are going up, which is 49 on average for the homes that closed escrow last week in your Belinda. And if you'd like to get any info on what happened in last week in the North Orange County area, I invite you to go to uh, josephfairchildrealty.com and check out our blog for the market update for your city. Next up on our list of things to talk about, we're going to talk about where Americans moved in 2016, according to a study conducted every year by United Van, Van Lines to show where the Americans are moving from state to state. And moving to and moving from in the top 10 places. And uh, let's see. The moving to group is kind of spread out with uh, with the Northwest seeming to be the most popular. As Oregon, Idaho, and Washington ranked third, fifth, and sixth, respectively. Shocking was that South Dakota ranked first. Um, and then that Nevada and Arizona ranked ninth and tenth. 
While moving out, according to this study, the Northeast is a concentration of highly outbound activity, as they word it, as New Jersey ranked first with New York, Connecticut, and Pennsylvania all finding spots in the top 10. So let's go ahead and pause that for a moment, and we're going to go ahead and talk a little bit about the Anaheim Hills market update, with new listing activity having almost doubled from 9 to 17 last week. Um, versus our last update, I should say, but that number is still way down compared to where the average listing is for everybody else in the, in North Orange in, that we cover in the North Orange County. The average listing price was really high at 1.2 million, so total volume about went from 7.8 million to 20.7 million last versus our last update. And again, you're going to see with the price per square foot of almost 415 dollars for these guys that just came on the market, they're probably going to sit there for a while, or they're going to get a drop or two to come through. And then to continue with the numbers for Anaheim Hills last week, um, the number that sold was pretty flat at 16, but the value per home jumped 30% to 785,000 from 601,000. And of course, with the jump in value, you're going to come see the increase days on the market increase. And the 16 that sold last week jumped up to 49 days on the market on average versus 12 days in our previous update. So again, as values go up, those the days on the market are going to continue to climb. So you're going to see a lot, you know, you're going to see those numbers go up. And then lastly, when it comes to the homes that closed escrow, that stayed pretty flat as well with only 11 for Anaheim, for, uh, Anaheim Hills. But again, the number of days on the market jumped up to 58 days on average. So that's pretty high. Um, and in case you haven't heard our, or just automatically throw away, in our latest update, your realtor postcard that you seem to get from every guy out there or, or newsletter, there's a housing shortage going on. And as a panel on CNBC mentioned earlier this week, that while the real estate market is local, our problem is more national as buyers from coast to coast are finding less and less inventory to choose from this spring when they're buying. And a great example of that is here in Southern California or in California in general. The home sales for February were 14% lower than the historical average for the month going back 30 years. So, again, we're, you know, we're low on houses, but I think the question still remains. Even with so few houses on the market, prices have climbed slowly but regularly, and affordability is going to continue to be the problem that, you know, I think it's going to be a bigger problem than the inventory going forward. So, but of course, because as prices go up, people are going to say, wow, I got to I gotta jump into that one. So... Then in follow-up to that, the housing drought, they're, you know, they're calling for, I read a couple stories this week where they're calling for bidding wars to heat up this spring. I'm not sure we're going to get to that because I don't think there's enough people going to jump into the market, but I think you're going to find a lot more competition, especially for less homes and size of what they're saying. And according to Thomas Lawler, former economist at Fannie Mae, they're expecting a lot less homes on the market this spring than there's been in the past. So you might get to a bidding war. I don't think we're going to get to that point. I think there's, like I said, I don't think there's going to be enough people jumping back into the market, especially if interest rates climb to the 4.7% that, you know, they're talking about at the end of 2017, as well as the 5.5% they're predicting it to go to 2018. You're going to see certain markets are going to be, you know, pretty excited and, and, and have a rapid pace, but I don't think you're going to see it across the country as a whole. So, We'll, we'll have to kind of wait and watch that one to go and see where it goes. Finally, but finally, let's go ahead and take a look at the City of Orange real estate market. And this market continues to be strong with the dollars. And while the dollars aren't always there, the volume is with 19 new listings last week for about $757,000 each or $14.3 million in total listing volume. City of Orange also con- continues its steady flow when it comes to homes sold last week in Orange 
with uh, 34 homes going under contract for $707,000 on average with an average of 30 days on the market, which again is nice. Um, not too high of a value on price, but you know, a good number of days on the market, which is nice to see. Um, and then especially if we continue that improvement going in the selling season, you're going to see that really kick off. So I would expect Orange to lead the way. Lastly, with uh, 20 homes that closed escrow last week for an average of $676,000 for more than $361 per square foot. But, you know, again, they spent the homes that closed spent 71 days on the market before being sold. So a little bit going on there. But at least, you know, City of Orange is continuing to keep track and keep moving forward. So, again, I hope this info has or will help you make smarter real estate decisions. And don't forget that if you want to search for your new home, go to josephfairchildrealty.com or search um, our blog for tips on home improvement as well as local events and places I've tried locally. Also, before I go, just a quick little note about a local event coming up on May 13th in Anaheim Hills when you have time this week. Please go to taylorswish.org and sign up to do the 5K in honor of Tay. This is a special event for all of us locally and goes to help fund research to find a cure for pulmonary hypertension. So with that, I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at josephfairchildrealty.com at gmail.com or go to uh, josephfairchildrealty.com. Thank you. Say that you stay a little. Don't say bye-bye tonight. Say you'll be mine